0: this podcast is powered by eg consults the digital group is our our business Hello Creative Influencers, my name is Mami Ofua, and I welcome you all to our podcast. In here, we explore the latest strengths and insights in the creative space with expectant influencers across Africa. So I urge you to subscribe and rate our podcast if you haven't done so yet and you will never miss an episode. Also, you'll be among the very first to be picked when we begin sharing our goodies and giving shoutouts. To subscribe to our pod on Spotify. just click. Click on the plus button below our logo to follow and activate your notification bell. After that, rate us with the star button. On Apple Podcast, subscribe by following us with a button on the top right corner and scroll down to rate us there. Finally, on Google Podcast, search the Creative Lens if you don't have the link and click to subscribe. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast and for being part of our amazing community. We hope you enjoy our episodes and we look forward to hearing from you in our comment section.
1: Hello Lega and welcome to another episode of the Crazy Lens Podcast. My name is Kwami Atu. You can call me KA for short. And I bring you part two of the graphic designer who used social media to enable his creations. Now, the part one of this particular episode was brought to you last week. And we are giving you the final part. In the next few minutes. But before we do that, let's take a musical break and we are back after that. Stay and stay. This is the Creative Less Podcast, your most authoritative go-to creative arts podcast in Africa.
2: (laughs) Nay, would that muda. onye
1: La femme, la quitte on the board. le bébé de la femme, le mambassa yeah, yeah, de la bite, le go à tacam, le katam, 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 I katam, le katam, for just le katam, 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 And we are back guys thank you for sticking with us so before we go into our discussion for today i want to entreat you to follow and subscribe to this podcast if you haven't done so yet Share and talk about it to your friends And let's grow this community steadily As we've been doing over the past few months So this is what you've been waiting for Enjoy the part 2 of the graphic designer Who use social media to enable his creation Enjoy Welcome back guys Thanks for sticking with us We are still here with JK for So I was saying that let's talk about
3: price Now I want to know how you do your price Yeah I mean so Fashion is quite um, a broad subject but uh, I'll try to keep it uh, as simple and short as possible. So it's it's all a conversation of value. Okay, exactly. It's all a conversation of value, as in how much value what you are offering the client has, and how much um, how much value the client sees in what you are offering him. Mm-hmm. It goes it, it goes both ways. So if, if what you are offering the client, you you perceive your value on a certain level, it's also up to the client uh, how how much value the clients places on what you are offering them. So a statement goes like uh, there's a statement that says, a value lies in the eyes of the beholder. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you I mean you can have a phone or you can buy a phone for 10,000 and you understand the value that a phone holds to you. So you wouldn't have a problem spending 10,000 to buy a phone because you understand the value of it. So, so it's so a matter if, of value. Exactly. So you could charge your client say 500 C for a logo 500,000 CDs for a logo and if the client understands the value and sees the value of, of what and sees the value of the logo yes then why not and you can he, he's definitely going to pay for it so pricing is actually a matter of, uh, of value of value sometimes too um, okay
1: so maybe because I've encountered a, a number of people in this industry I can bring my experience there Um, don't you think it's a matter of the client's pocket like how how much the client can offer because me for example i always target upcoming right because the established brand maybe because of my positioning i don't get exposed to the established brand so i target a lot of upcoming now for someone who is an upcoming business who doesn't really even understand the value of having a logo because trust i kid you not i've encountered customers whereby i've given them pricing of my logo and always my logo is 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 more than any any other design because logo for me is is more expensive than any other design. Just logos, logo is like your eternal brand. You don't, you won't change yeah. it. Even if you will change your logo, you just make some few upgrades because yeah. rebranding is not really a problem. But when you saw the particular brand in the minds of people and then you choose to rebrand, it will cost. So for me, when you come to me and I'm creating a logo for you, I will charge you for it lead and I'll let you understand the value you have because it's a lifestyle. So, um, my question uh, relating to my experience, don't you think it has to do with the client's pocket or for you, is there the value? If you value your work at 1,000 Ghana cities or at 2,000 Ghana Cedis, and the clients can't afford,
3: do you let the client go or what do you do? Yes, so the ability to, to actually pay is also an issue.
1: Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> yes, it's definitely an issue that, I mean, the kind of value you place on your on your work you uh-huh. should be able to attract people that have the ability to pay for what you're offering so um, there are people who who understand the value of what you offer but they mm-hmm. don't have the ability yeah. to pay in that case i mean it all depends on you and where you are as a person as a designer sometimes maybe you're in a position where you actually you actually need some money or some or the money to do something i mean why not you can come to a healthy compromise again healthy compromise because if the client cannot pay fully for what you are offering then maybe you can come to a compromise Okay, based on what you have or what you you can you can afford, this is what we can get you, or this is what we can work with, or we can do. And if if that works for both parties, then fine. So definitely the ability to pay and the willingness mm-hmm. to pay as well. Yes, mind the person so can much. have the ability. Yeah. Yes, the person can have the ability to pay but and won't be willing to pay. Want. Exactly. So it's a delicate balance of all three.
1: Yeah, um, that 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 too is, is very important now. So. Um, coming back to the industry once again so for you let's let's look at uh, an average pricing for all the other uh, designs that have right so we look at logo what is the acceptable price or average price for a logo
3: um with that i can't i definitely cannot put a figure to acceptable or adverse like i said it depends on. It it's it's on various levels mm-hmm. a certain level somebody i mean you could charge or somebody could charge a million dollars somebody could charge 10 10 million dollars somebody would charge five hundred thousand. so you're charging dollars Ah, you big know, one. that's what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying i'm just citing examples okay i'm just citing examples so it's it's relative okay mm-hmm. yeah they can't you you can't tie so there's no Fixed price. Exactly, exactly. You can't tie a fixed price and say this is the average price of what a logo should cost or what a brand should cost. It's relative. But, but isn't that I, dangerous? Uh, no, it's not because, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. I mean, value value lies in the eyes of the beholder. Mm-hmm. If you look at the phone markets we have now, phones cost, they are, I mean, from, like, a whole lot of, like, money, mm-hmm. like, um, excuse me, excuse me, sorry. Um, these days, I mean, if you look at the prices of phones or the cost of phones in the market, there, there are a number of ranges that you could get. You could get up to a 30,000 um, 30, CDs for a phone. Yeah. And. All these phones, I'm sure, can serve a certain basic function. But then there are are some of them that have extra features that are very, very, like, you know, sophisticated and people would want. So once again, it depends on uh, the ability to pay. I mean, the value, ability to pay, willingness to pay for whatever you want and the client's needs as well. So you cannot put, uh, you know, a fixed figure. Mm. Yes, see that around.
1: So, you know why I was saying it, uh, why I asked if it's not dangerous? Okay. Well, you know, when there is an upcoming designer. Who is very talented and then mm-hmm. the person is not really in tune to the industry measures or structures or what is acceptable maybe a job that you do and you charge 2000 for example this upcoming designer would do it and would charge maybe 200 or $100 does not it spoil the market
3: yeah, so another question that comes to play or another factor that comes to play is the issue of quality mm-hmm. you see when, you, when you're when you
1: offering wait, oh, sorry let me cannot catch you so in here, I've already placed the case that the person is very talented. So it means that quality is checked. Just that the experience of knowing the value of the worth of the products or craft or design that he or she is doing, he doesn't know. He or she doesn't know the the,
3: the, yes. the value. So that's so why I'm in asking. This, in this case, what I would do is I would put, I would separate the talent and experience I mean i'll put them aside Mm. because you can have the talent Mm. and like you said you are an upcoming designer but you have no experience and you have no knowledge about how the how the space works so all is part of the quality experience exactly so okay so i mean you can be talented but i mean at the point where you are starting you won't start on a very very i mean nobody just starts and boom and like boom you are you are producing quality work all around it will definitely take some time so the issue of quality is 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 a major exactly because you you should also know that what you are offering at the value at the price of which you are you are you are offering it should have a certain quality that the client will be will be willing to say okay they they can they can relate this um, uh, this value to the quality of what you are producing for them mm-hmm. So you can't be, I mean, you can't name a price like maybe $500,000 and give the quality of, you know, and give poor quality work. Your work has to or must have that quality, that standard, industry standard for you to you know to be able to uh, place a certain value or for people to even actually place value on it in the first okay
1: so uh you in particular how often does your price change
3: price changing how often does my price change i mean it depends depends on on where i am i like i said it's issue of quality and value so the quality i quality of my work that i should know in line with the value i place on my work is what i just used to uh, determine my price okay so i don't it's not it's i mean price change will be a thing of say realization as time Mm -hmm. goes on maybe you start from a point where you realize that okay now you've i mean you you were producing work like this for and now Uh you're producing work Uh like that and then i mean as time goes on, as you move from place to like, you know, from step by step, you can you can see your progress, like you said earlier, earlier on that. You can track your progress, knowing how you started, where you are now, and where you are going. Yes. Exactly. So these um, factors would help you know how or what to be charging as and when. Okay.
1: So um, that's brilliant. Really I think it is a brilliant subject. I hope um, someone will hear this and will learn because we have a lot of graphic designers out there who are really charging mediocre prices and they are making some of us who charge higher or a uh, considerate amount of money look uh, some week and for me my principle is that art is is
3: priceless that is yes how i believe i think art prices. so maybe and and not to cut you off just just said something a while back there are other designers who are charging quote-unquote mediocre uh, price mm-hmm. so to, to add to that what, what i would say so like i said it's the value they they, they, they put on themselves exactly and okay. the value that and, and the kind of people that their target audience that they are offering it to That's it, yeah exactly so at that point they feel like okay this what they are charging to this person or this work that they are doing it's mm-hmm. good value to them at that point that is how they perceive their um, yeah. their work and their clients that fall within that value range that also perceive that value as good value okay exactly so like i said it's all a, an issue of value a question of value how much value do you place, place on, on, on yourself and of, also the products you are turning out exactly yeah so i wouldn't say some prices um are quote-unquote like mediocre mm-hmm. Okay, you understand me. Yes. Okay. So, if you're going to use quote unquote mediocre, it would have to be in relation to the quality of the work that they are the person is putting out. Sir. Okay. So, back to uh, my argument
1: of art being priceless. So, yeah. I consider art as priceless in the sense that. I can do a job that I can price at, at ten thousand. So you, let's speak let's speak US dollars here. I can do a job that I'll price at ten thousand dollars, and for the same job I can sell it at thousand dollars. It all depends on me. Maybe the mood that I'm in, so it, I don't have a specific price. Sometimes when I'm speaking to someone, I'm just looking at the background and where the person is coming from. Then I'll I'll say, okay, this one I'll give it you at this price because it's art because when you see the these paintings that uh, the Michelangelo the these great great artists have turned out over time you see that the price increase the older the art or the painting the higher the price do you understand? Yeah
3: so so you see it's it still comes back to the issue of value. Uh-huh. because so like you just said you could price the same thing at hundred thousand dollars someone because you feel at that level this is the value that would match what you did mm-hmm. or you could you could price the same same thing at ten thousand dollars because that is what you feel would be good value for for what you've produced on that level. Understand? So it all comes back to the question value. of value. Yes, how much value you place on whatever. And okay. I
1: think uh, we've I think we've treated the the conversation around pricing a lot. So now let's move on to right. this uh, next question. Now, <laughs> how have your like have your designs been criticized before? Like, do you get oh this this design is terrible? like do you get those things and when you when you get these negative comments how do you how do you receive
3: them and how do you process them and um, well i don't think i've received any backlash negative, no any backlash for something i've created okay. i don't think i've ever experienced that because what I do sometimes is that, uh, you know, I have colleagues and I have colleagues who are also designers. And mm-hmm. so you made them criticize your work. I, I ask for their opinions on mm-hmm. what I have done. So I have not necessarily like, and they, you know, criticism from your fellow designer comes in a certain way, not in a negative uh-huh. form. So if you are talking about public backlash, yeah. I don't think I've ever received a backlash, like, you know, negative comments that, like, oh, come on, this is not great. It's not nice. Like, no, I don't think I've ever received. Uh, I, I know I, I have it. Okay, okay, that's great. Now,
1: uh, so, um, so, can you tell us some of the challenges you faced in this your journey so far? Yeah. The challenges and how
3: you solve this challenge? Yeah. Uh, the challenge would would have to be, you know, there are days where you don't feel like it. I mean, you don't feel like you are up to the task. Sometimes uh, in, you can
1: writing. Have... We call it writer's block. I don't know how designers call them. <laughs> Maybe a creativity yeah. block or creative block
3: yeah you know and it, it has to do more of um, with the mentality issue sometimes you you are approached by someone and at the at the mention of the task you ask yourself hey, i'm like hey you know can you really do this you are wondering it's an, it's an, it's an issue of confidence really sure. you when you hit those those points where you really don't like you, you don't have confidence in yourself in your work you uh, don't we think you want to go do. through faith So these things yes are so that would be you know there are those days where you feel like i mean you are you are at your lowest point And you don't feel like You are up to the task So that would be The major challenge And apart from that I don't really think uh, You know uh, I've faced any very Like very uh, Like you know It's more of a mental A mental uh, Psychological opinion. thing Yeah So um, What really yes,
1: Inspires you To bring out Your best Your best uh, Work Is it the Environment Or is the Quality of the project Because sometimes When you get A particular project you feel too much invested in the project that you want to do your best. So I want to know what really inspire you. Is it a project or is the
3: environment? What 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 pushes my you know is like I said earlier is functionality and 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 the, and the goal is to actually do something that would satisfy client. The client yes it's not it's mostly not about me being about me the design. So about the yours is the client first. Yes. It's okay. solving it's it's, it's like solving the problem at hand. That would, I should put it that way, solving the problem at so hand. So
1: haven't you Those, done uh, an independent work, an independent project whereby in this one, you are not looking at the client per se, but you are just putting it out for the pleasure of the people?
3: Um, most of my work that I've done, if even if it's an individual proj- uh, project, it's, it's always had some link to someone. Oh, okay. To some, okay. Yes. Okay. You know, I've done so much work i've done uh, i've done lots of work for people that i didn't uh, charge them for for example an example would be what i did in school for my corporate identity project
2: mm-hmm.
3: it was I, would, I mean you can consider that as a personal project because it wasn't something that is like an actual but the end goal of all of any of these projects will solve a problem and that is the the main goal for me to solve the problem at hand and to see that whatever you've created is functional and works and, it, and will be able to be used for what it actually has to be used for yeah so that is what pushes my thinking, functionality, okay, and fun- not functionality. necessarily, you know, to create no such- fancy stuff,
1: Okay. So, uh, we have two more questions and then we will wrap. So, uh, the last but some question had to do with um, emerging trends of design. Like, mm. how do you see uh, then emerging trends, the trends where the trend of design is going? Like, do you do you think the future is bright? Like, and have you come across some current design that really make you feel oh, really? I need to really upgrade myself, or you think we are on the right path? Um,
3: so, yes, yeah, so I mean, we found- find ourselves in ourselves in times where everything moves very fast at a very 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 fast pace you know Mm -hmm. and you all you need to be um, abreast with time because uh things change every now and then but also you need to also position yourself in a way that you are not just carried by the wind wherever it blows Mm -hmm. it blows you so one thing for me is i've I've always had my style and I've, i've been very very consistent with it and i don't just follow trends that just come i mean Trends come and go all the time, and the trends will pass. There are times where some type of particular fonts are trending, particular design styles, particular effects. I don't follow most of those things. I do, like I said, it comes back to the issue of functionality for me. Okay. Whatever I'm uh-huh. going to do, does it require a trend or what does it require done this? Done? Does it require that? I just need to keep it as functional, as yes. simple, and as clear as possible. These are my three main principles. I, These I, are...
1: okay. I like your identity. I mean. You... You know what you want. You know what you represent, and I think that that's always we really, one can feel it when one sees your design. I mean, you remember I I saw a design that um, i think icgc world or yes um or one of these icgc churches had posted immediately i yeah. saw the design i'm like no this has traits of jk <laughs> yeah, yeah i, I remember so, that thing. so until i, remember I that saw thing. you posting it i'm like yes i was right about it so and that is a mark of a greater your identity is felt within your your
3: product your your production yes. so yes. i think so, yeah I, I think having an identity mm-hmm. as, as an artist or as a creator or as a designer is very important because, like you said, if I don't have if you don't have an identity and you jump on any trend at all that that you know comes about, then you, you, you I mean you realize that everything you do you realize that you you lose your identity along the way because you look back and you and you you don't see things that that connect connect with you. That is one main reason why I don't uh, blow trend. Okay. And one thing other designers should look out for is also to not to not be too consumed by what other designers are doing. Mm-hmm. So you see other designers who probably are naturally blessed with certain skills and um you know abilities uh-huh and you feel like because they are doing that then you also need to do the same thing you can Um, i mean you you could lose yourself in that yeah you could learn a thing or two from them pick up a few things but then Mm -hmm. the end goal of it would be that you should still have your identity in place okay that that people can identify that this work is coming from this person this work is coming from that person and i've had people ask me similar questions before so i remember when there was a the global citizen um, festival there was a particular artwork and one guy actually texted me and for I, the 2001, who did it? Because it looked like something that I would do. Mm-hmm. And I found out quite interesting because okay, so it means now people know how how I would approach or how mm-hmm. I would do something, and that's quite a, a positive sign. So yeah, I in the end, your identity should still remain, even if you you would pick a number or two of things from other people as well. That's just my my bit Okay,
1: but what is it with this your new logo? That cartoon logo is it like some Lego? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I call it a jovi tune. So it was just something I was just uh, play. I was just. It's not something I'm, you know. I was just playing around, and uh, I I was trying something new. Mm. Not necessarily. Like I was just playing around, and it came out quite nicely. So I, okay, I mean, let me just try and use this as. Uh, let me see the feedback I get from it, and then I I got positive feedback. Wow. And I just decided to change my, you know, uh, my display photos on some of my social platforms to see if people yeah, would still. Feedback it that to will me. come. Okay. Yes. So, and I mean, I, I got people actually got the resemblance that I was trying to uh, portray in that because it was it was actually, I actually took inspiration from a, a photo of mine, mm-hmm.
1: like yes. your and, previous the... one that you were yes. using. Yes, then the the... Previous
3: one that was... that's that's
1: dope. Oh, that you see, and you well, what you are saying is it's not different from what I see because you say you do things in simplicity, and that logo that you are using, like with your picture and a nice background, no confusion. You see it, yes. and you are seeing the face. So yes, yes um, I think. Uh, so anyway, so um. There is this thing that um, I thought I should borrow your your opinion about. You see, there is now AI, right? And AI is yeah. really doing a lot of funny, funny, quickly design for people with the help of prompt. Now, do you think it's a danger to graphic designers? Because sometimes you see when content creators or those AI influencers, when they are they are trying to market a particular AI uh, software or program, that is doing uh, something that we 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 do already related to anything. Yeah. Yeah, here, I'm talking about graphic design. Um and they say, Oh, graphic designers are dead because this AI tool will do will give you the your design in just three seconds. When you see these AI programs coming up fast person, also the existing software, so especially Canva and other software that do graphic design faster. Do you think
3: if they are a threat to uh, our industry? Like what's the do- No, I don't I don't think I don't feel threatened by any of these. Uh, developments at all because AI is here to uh, you know it's here to help. It's it can help different types of creatives on many 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 levels as much as possible and especially with 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 regards to writing especially. But if it comes to creating the creating bit or the creative bit, I think times no matter how much times change, there will still be that need for a human touch, a human input into into some of the things we do or most of the things we do actually because you you definitely cannot take the human. Touch or the human of, thinking out, out of, of it. Out, yeah, it's true. Exactly. It's, it's in, in fact, it's the human touch that uh, makes it what it is. Okay. Once you take the human touch out of it, then you've taken the essence out of it. It's true. Out of it. So I don't. I don't think these things are a threat or should be a threat to uh, designers. You okay. should rather accept accept it. And use it in a way that would help you within your field of uh, of work. So that should just be enough.
1: Okay, that's that's nicely well, that's nicely said, I uh, Wait be let me contest this. Um, you said <laughs> it is rather helping writing. It is not really the case because as a writer, no matter how many prompts I write for an AI to give me what they want to give, me, I think AI gives you an idea or gives you gives you or AI what AI. that is it helps you to not think too much so yes for you to instead of thinking for long hours bring up a, a particular idea AI will just make it happen and then you can just build from there and then you go where you want so as writers like myself if i, I tell you i don't use a i'll be lying sometimes i borrow ideas and i'll be like okay so we should go this way we should go that and yes it's true ai is here to help us and me i'm a fan of ai so <laughs> but i guess that i just feel these ai influencers they are doing too much with their oh this app is dead oh this you no know, no. ai is here to support us yeah so you, you see that's us. being
3: one of the issues right now because now it becomes a thing where it's flooded the, like the, the system is too saturated with so many AI tools that you I mean it's even confusing now It
1: will confuse because then the designs or um the, the artworks that will come out will be monotonous they will be looking exactly at like, they uh, will
3: have, if you look at what mid Journey produces you realize that they all have the same look and feel yeah the same look exactly although it produces way. different things but it gives you the same look and feel and definitely that there, there will be times where you would want different things you want to see to have a different look a different feel and that is where the human aspect comes the human being can actually create things that you know would give you a certain uh, amount of spice would give you different i mean uh, different variations from time to time so yeah i don't think ai should be a threat to creativity in general it should just what it should do is it should just in certain aspects that would previously be like a tedious uh, uh, process for people. Okay. So uh, we are wrapping up.
1: I want to take your last word. What are the brands that you worked with and the brands
3: that you are currently working on? The uh,
1: like- brands
3: I've worked with, wow, well, I've worked with quite a number of brands. Um, I've, I've worked with Snake, uh, I've worked with Sark Odier.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I've done some stuff for um, Mr. Drew. Mr. Drew. I don't think the public has seen it yet. It's not out yet. But then I've done. Yeah, I've done a number of things. Some of them I, I don't, know. I can't. You can't uh, remember? Should I help you? <laughs> yeah, you should. You <laughs> so should I
1: know. Uh, you. You do the work for um Silver Sports.
3: Yes, I yes, I've done some stuff for Silver Sports, but I I'm, I haven't done um stuff for them in a while. Yes, I've done stuff for Silver Sports as well. And yes also yes, Silver Sports.
1: I know that you are behind uh um, Sarco designs in the US.
3: Yes, yes with Naya. That, I mean, I mentioned, yes. So earlier I, I mentioned that I have I've worked across a number of fact uh, no,
1: the SAC the design they are mini. So if you don't pinpoint them currently, the one that is buzzing. is the one that he did for his US tour, and yes,
3: sure. well, and for I, someone don't do with how to it's about time. It's,
1: exactly. So you see, you have
3: <laughs> you have just want to give the post by force. Okay, oh, I, I, I think
1: give you already. Charlie, if 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 okay today, yes, it will give you first. <laughs> yeah,
3: okay, okay, you we can give. Okay.
1: Yeah, so Charlie, Charlie, before wrap up, your last word? I'm oh, happy. I
3: mean, thanks for having me uh you know for tapping into what i know mm-hmm. or uh, give me a platform to, to to share or to speak to to your audience and um if you're a creative out there just just be yourself you know you don't have to let external pressures and forces like change you into something just be yourself allow yourself to grow allow yourself to develop make the mistakes do the free work sometimes i mean don't let you know there's this perception out there sometimes free work don't do free work you never know where some of these i've done a lot of free work like just allow yourself take Mm -hmm. opportunities as they come and improve upon your skill skills and uh, constantly consistently apply um, efforts and practice. And that's the only way you are going to grow as a designer. So yeah, those that would just okay. be my last. Uh, thank you, thank you very much, fun. J.K. Uh, All so right, hope... thank you too for having me. Yeah.
1: So we had a conversation with graphic designer J.K. Homize. Uh, we want to say <laughs> thank you to you guys for spending your time with us and listening to our pod today. I hope you learned something, and then. You will use it in your creative journey this has been your host my name is Kwame so you can call me ka and catch me next week we have another exciting conversation with a new guest and i'm sure you are going to love this one uh this has been the creative lens but before i go i'll leave in the able hands of sam opoku With a song he titles Ode. I discovered this song on the internet and I thought I should share it with you. I'm sure you are going to love it. A commiserated to you at Ciao. I said,
2: Bartender, I need one shot whiskey, two shots of pain, and a dash of some memory. With lice lemons, I made lemonade. Does it still taste the same if I mix it with some Hennessy? Dreams of being young and unafraid But I love somebody and it drained all my energy Ooh, and I thought that love was magnificent I remember being seven years old Thinking, oh my God, what's it feel to be 23 Now I'm 27 staring at a kid in the mirror And all I do is wonder if he's proud of me Broken promises made me this way, I swear I wasn't always numb and indifferent Bartender, I need one shot of whiskey But what could I tip you to refind my innocence? Mm. Would I rather be rich and good? by E.G. Consort.
0: The digital group is our business. Our business.